0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is you're listening, welcome in to another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders. Obviously, I'm Daniel Gilman, no Josh Levy today, so just one-on-one, a little bit of a friendly chitter-chatter to give you guys some updates on the off-season of Peaky Blinders. Not a lot going on. But we do have a few award nominations, a few award wins, and some feedback as we welcome you back onto our podcast that talks about the family gang drama set in the 1920s, maybe 1930s, coming up soon. You can find on Netflix and BBC. This is a special episode. It's what I like to call a, a fireside chat episode. I have them on our Patreon, where Josh, who is still studying to pass the bar and uh, become a real-life lawyer. He aspires to work with Ollie alongside Alfie Solomons out in Margate. But until then, I can only have Josh for so often. So I jumped on, figured I'd give you guys all an update. If you do want to get those episodes where Josh and I do appear three to four episodes a month for just $5 a month. I mean, we're talking about like 20 cents a day on patreon.com slash Peaky. We have an episode-by-episode, spoiler-filled breakdown of Season 5. We've gotten a plethora of different fun topics in, ranging from, you know, Josh's favorite antagonists. We've talked recently about what movies are in pre-production and post-production from Peaky Blinders stars in 2020. And just February 25th, just this week... Josh and I recorded an episode that went through everyone in Peaky Blinders' first movie and their most famous movies or TV shows, you know, Killian Murphy and his connection with Christopher Nolan. Obviously, Tom Hardy has paired up with Christopher Nolan as well in Dark Knight. He starred in Mad Max. Annabelle Wallace has had, you know, a few, few fantastic roles, especially with legends such as... Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe. So make sure to tune on to patreon.com slash buy order of peaky to check that out as our pod continues to grow. I say pod, I really, you know, our family, our our peaky crew, our peaky podcast listeners, our peaky bunch continues to grow there. So this episode, I'm going to, I got a couple bits of news. I've got some great news. I've got some funny feedback. So let's dive right in. Start with Janet, as Janet writes in, saying that she's got a friend hooked on Peaky Blinders, and while discussing the show with her, it occurred to Janet that maybe Polly didn't really sell out Michael in season four. Maybe she did what she did, knowing Michael would choose his mom over Tommy in order to get him out of Birmingham because she wants him safe and far away in America. This is a theory that we've heard before. It's a tough one to swallow, but it's definitely not one that's out of the realm of possibility. Because, yes, I, I think it's very illogical for Polly to think that Tommy would just let him completely get out of the business. And now it's turned into what the next season will be. And it's Tommy versus Polly. But Josh and I have spoken to that. I responded saying, We've heard that take. It could be true, but it's still lying to your son, preventing him from doing what he loves to do. And we are, are definitely an anti Polly podcast. Speaking of Paul, we had another message from a listener, Andrea or Andrea, whatever, and she said, can we talk about the evolution of Paul's eyebrows, though? And I said, go ahead, let's talk about it. And so I want to hear your guys' thoughts as we, we look at Polly. It looks like it goes from real hair to a crayon to a pencil, and, and she gets angrier and angrier as the eyebrows dip higher and higher above, and uh, not an observation that many men will notice, but a good one there from uh, from Andrea to pay attention to that. And lastly, we have a music request or question from Mike, who emails us in at B-O-O-T PeakyBlinders at gmail.com. And he says, hey guys, love the podcast. I'm on my third rewatch in a row. And I appreciate that when I miss something in an episode, you guys can help me find, or you guys seem to spot it and point it out. I was hoping that you guys could help me find a song from the season two finale when Polly shot Inspector Campbell at the Epsom races. The song is called River Sticks by BRMC. In the episode, the song has an up-tempo beat with amazing, amazing guitar riffs. However, the actual song is more of a slower pace, in the beginning at least. He has searched high and low on YouTube and iTunes and can't find it. Can you let me know if this is the actual song or a different one? Thank you, and keep up the good work. Mike from Valencia, California. And Mike, I am a newcomer. To California life. I just moved here two weeks ago. I'm loving it. I'm in a small town called Bakersfield that uh, is kind of in the middle of nowhere, but it's great to join your your left coast gang. spent a lot of time in Indiana, spent some time in Florida. Now I'm out here in California. The weather's great. It's end of February and 85 degrees, but I can tell you using my deep, deep search engine that the song is just altered because it's listed when Polly Walks Out of the Phone Box by River Sticks, sung by the Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, a.k.a. BRMC. So if anyone can help out our boy Mike, let us know. Of course, you can message us on Facebook at facebook.com peakypodcast or email us at B-O-O-T, peakyblinders at gmail.com. So that's our little bit of our mailbag section of the episode. I did come across an article that was... Uh, that was interesting from express.co.uk that talks about the, all right, hold on. Spoilers coming guys. So if you haven't seen season five, then stop listening. Okay. Seasons five spoilers coming right now. If you want to skip forward, we might not talk as much spoilers coming up next, but most of it will be season five included. And so now it's about how Jack Rowan, AKA Bonnie gold character was removed. And it was, it was a, it felt a little forced a little bit like, Freddie Thorne at the end of season one. And you know what? It's for the same reason. Jack Rowan, the actor, um, trying to find out where he's from, but it's not on his IMDB at the moment. So Jack Rowan, who played Bonnie Gold, of course, the son of Aberama Gold, R.I.P. decided to leave the show to start a new show called Knots and Crosses, a TV show, a sci-fi. That he stars in, so he is the star character, and he wanted to go into that realm of, uh, you know, taking a risk and leaving a popular show to take a risk in a different one. He's also in a TV movie called Adulting and another one called Boys from County Hell. So Jack Rowan has a busy 2020 lined up, but he will not be in Peaky Blinders. That's a little bit of news I saw, as well as a fun little gossip article from The Esquire. The title is This is How Killian Murphy Avoids Being Mobbed by Peaky Blinders fans. And he says that if he wears his hair longer, he can manage depending on what work he's doing. When the haircut, he gets when the hair is cut, he gets shouted and molested. But when he doesn't have the haircut, he can get on the bus quite unmolested. So it's funny that people just notice him from the haircut. Because you know the diehard Peaky fans. We would we we would spot Killian Murphy with a beard. Like he is in Quiet Place 2. As you would hear from our podcast from a couple weeks ago, where I talked about all the movies and shows that Killian Murphy, that Tom Hardy, that Aiden Gillen will be in in 2020, you know, Annabelle Wallace, Sophie Rundle's in a, in a, couple, one, a couple shows and a movie coming up in 2020. So make sure to throw us the five bucks. I mean, we need it. We're going to be honest with you. We are, uh, every time I get a new person joining Patreon, it's fantastic because that means that I can have lunch today, and it really helps me out. So go ahead and join P- patreon.com slash Peaky. You notice these are all ad-free podcasts, so we're not making any money on our Apple, Spotify, Stitcher accounts, none of that stuff. So we're just giving you all of this absolutely non-gratis. So now let's talk about some fun things, because it was a fantastic start to 2020 for Peaky Blinders, because in the NME Awards, which are uh, brought to you by the NME Magazine, the new Musical Express, Peaky Blinders won Best TV Series. And that, we got to give it up 100% to our girl, the reason why we do this podcast, Anna Calvi. Calvi, who is responsible for the music, accepted the award. It's just awesome to have a show that we are so in love with that does not get a lot of love from American award shows, get a little bit of respect from the music side, especially out in the UK as the NME Awards is in the UK. I believe that was on February 12th, so a couple weeks ago. Yep, February 12th in its 66 years of the NME Awards, Peaky Blinders takes home best TV show ever. The IMDb, L.A.D. Bible, both named Peaky Blinders in their top shows of the year. In fact, L.A.D. Bible named Tommy Shelby the greatest TV character of all time, thanks to a poll. So that's phenomenal. And Peaky Blinders was named one of the top 10 shows of 2019 on IMDb. So another poll that fans really came out in force to give their love and show their support to the Peaky Blinders family. Now, let's get into some real stuff because Peaky Blinders really raked in 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 some UK award shows, especially the National Television Awards. All right. So the National Television Awards, I think it was two weeks ago, depending on when you're listening, early, early February we'll go with, late January. It was on January 28th. It's a British Television Awards ceremony that started in 1995 the prominent ceremony for which the results are voted on by the public. So this is it. This is where Peaky Blinders is getting its legitimate praise. And it's where you should. It's from the fans. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like being able to win an award that the fans vote on. Who cares about the international foreign press for the Golden Globes? Who cares about the, the Academy? You know, it's legitimately the fans who voted the NTAs. I'll give you an example. New drama, Chernobyl won. One of the best shows of 2019. A show that was on Josh and I's top 10 for both of us. Peaky Blinders, yeah, you better believe it took home best drama. Best drama, that's like the, that's the award. I'm going through some of these, some other ones that you might have heard of. For best drama, I'll tell you right now, are... Let's see. 2020 was Peaky Blinders. 2019 was Dr. Foster, which beat out Game of Thrones. Doctor Who was nominated this year, as well as Call the Midwife, Casualty, and Our Girl. 2017, Casualty won. Game of Thrones was a nominee. The Night Manager was a nominee, another great miniseries. Downton Abbey won this in 2016 and 2015. Doctor Who in 2014. Downton Abbey, 2012, 2013. So this is, I, I consider this to be prestigious company as Peaky Blinders has just won it for the second year in a, in a row, knocking off Killing Eve, Line of Duty, Call the Midwife and Casualty as the 2020 winners. And Peaky Blinders just making the move from BBC2 to BBC1 joins this fanatical group of you know outstanding shows. Killing Eve is phenomenal. Line of Duty I've heard is incredible. I have not seen Call the Midwife or Casualty, nor have I heard of them, as Casualty is a British medical drama. I wonder if it's the UK's version of Grey's Anatomy. And Call the Midwife is a period piece about a group of midwives in the 1950s and 60s. So that's a big win for the Thomas Shelby and his crew. And then Killian Murphy was nominated for Best Drama Performance. And this is a tough one because you never know... What's going to happen when, you know, you've got this prestigious actor or actress and they they don't discriminate. So nominated for this was Jodie Comer. Oh my God. Phenomenal in Killing Eve. Idris Elba Luther in Luther. Michael Stevenson in Casualty. And Saran Jones, who is just knocks it out of the park in Gentleman Jack, who I've only seen a little bit of. I believe Sophie Rundle is in it as well. It's on HBO. It's supposed to be this unreal comedy um, set in the Renaissance days where a woman, basically, it reminds me of The Favorite, that movie The Favorite with uh, Emma Stone and Olivia Colman where Colman won an Oscar. And it's just one of those comedies where a woman takes charge. So guess who won? Round of uh, drum roll. Killian Murphy won Best Frickin' Drama Actor How about that? Best drama performance and best drama go to Killian Murphy and the crew and cast and directors and writers of Peaky Blinders just knocked it out of the park. Absolutely, uh, you know, a a home run slam dunk National Television Awards went by way of Peaky Blinders. Josh and I are going to dive into this on Patreon when I can get him back next week. And we're going to talk more about these wins for Peaky Blinders. There was also... um, News that came out that Joe Cole, all right, you ready for this? John Shelby went on an interview with NME.com, and he has ruled out making a shock return. So I'm sorry. If you were holding out hope for Joe Cole, he's dead, unfortunately. There's no Tom Hardy-esque return lined up for Cole. As uh, There was also news that the NME Awards... Said that the filming was going to start soon. So we are almost at filming. We're, we're done with pre production. They've got the episode for this, the name of the episode for season six. It's called Black Day, written by Stephen Knight. Black Day is the episode name for season six, episode one. Harry Curtin, who plays um, the youngin', is uh, coming back again, obviously, the youngest brother. And he has announced that filming will start soon. Who knows about that? I want to tell you, listen to the the names of the shows that Peaky Blinders beat in the NME Awards. I just pulled it up because it's not just the characters. It's the music. Fleabag, Stranger Things, End of the Fucking World, and Top Boy were nominated for Best TV Series in the NME Awards. And Peaky Blinders took it home. It was just... It just makes me so happy. It's just so good that characters from our favorite show are getting national praise. It's just, it's rough that we have to wait. It is what it is. I will tell you one last thing before we go. One last bit of news. It's a fun headline. It's a good read on uh, theExpressinstar.com that Peaky Blinders has launched a brand of beer. It's called Official Shelby Beer. It was launched on February 20th, eight days ago now. It's an Indian pale ale being brewed by the Derbyshire Thornbridge Brewery. It uh, apparently is not approved by the makers of the show, so whatever. It's a 5% strength golden amber colored Shelby IPA, of course inspired by the, the beers in 1919. It's being brewed with series makers Endable Shine Group and official brand owner Karen Mandebach Productions. So it is being backed by the Mandebach Productions. They're going to be shipping it starting on March 9th through the website of Thornbridge Bottling, the Thornbridge Pub. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm excited. Stephen Knight's excited. He said, Shelby Beer is the first and only legitimate Peaky endorsed beer. It has been crafted to be the same brew The Peaky Boys would have drunk in the pubs of Small Heath. No one knows better than Knight, the nephew of a pair of Birmingham legends. And he said it really is the authentic taste of the Peaky Blinders world. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Hope you enjoyed our little check-in, fireside chat. Make sure to join us at Peaky Blinders on Facebook, facebook.com slash Peaky Podcast. Email us any of your thoughts, B-O-O-T, Peaky Blinders At gmail.com or Patreon, you're always welcome. $5 a month, less than a cup of coffee, one per month. Whether it's a Larry's Latte or a Mocha Joe, just cut one out and listen to more Peaky Podcasts. If you join us now, you get a whole backlog of Patreon episodes at patreon.com slash Peaky. The link is going to be in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining me on this TGIF this Friday afternoon. I'll be posting it soon. So talking to you soon. Hopefully, we'll be back again soon with some more news. We'll keep our heads out. Every time we get a flurry of feedback, I'm going to put it out to you guys on this, our Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're listening, anchor on our podcast page. We binge, so you don't have to, and thanks so much for joining us at By Order of the Peaky Blinders.